0: Last time, the party returned from their journey into Elvial's story, prepared themselves for what they knew came next. They stepped through the threshold and reunited with Desri, Gag, and Beekbeek, then entered the chamber of the ninth layer of hell. Elvial sat in wait, covered in red stone that covered most of her body. Desri made the first strike and the party chipped away at the stone exoskeleton, revealing underneath the gleaming form of the angel ruler of hell, who struck out more violently against them now with the fury of Tyr and Asmodeus. of the order. First, it's Legendary Action's turn. Nice. Um, Oh,
1: man. I didn't hear Legendary Action roll initiative.
0: That's because it
1: doesn't have to. Bastard! I want that skill.
0: You see Elvial's eyes flash this orangish glow, and she is going to try attempt to blind Desri. All right. So Desri is going to make a Constitution saving throw. Got a twenty-three.
1: Hoping that's around what Uh Desri needs.
0: Yeah. You see, Ilvial's eyes glow and uh, shoot these kinds of beams out at Desri, who has been flying towards her. And you see that Desri just drops down this part of her helm, and it completely deflects this blinding gaze.
1: Hell yeah! Um, All right. Now
0: Desri's turn. (laughs) Desiree is going to slam into the core of Elvial with her vicious-headed spear, twice. See, that is a 15 to hit, which doesn't hit, and a 28 to hit, which does. She does 10 damage with her spear, and then she she spins this spear around her body and unholsters her sword in a single movement, shifting weapons. Uh, and she's going to strike out across Alveol's stomach with her long sword. It's an 18, which does not hit. Uh, it strikes with a spark Damn against Alveol's skin. Um, and Desri lets out a uh, scream of frustration. All right, that
2: is even. All right. So previously I was going to uh, cast Protection from good and evil on Cormith, but I was reviewing the things that even can do, and I have decided to do something else. I am going to cast haste on Cormith.
0: Okay, you sure?
2: Uh, yeah, okay. I really am. A willing, uh, choose a willing creature that you can see within range. Until the uh, spell ends, the target's speed is doubled. It gains a plus two to AC has advantage on dexterity saving throws, which you already had, but this will include mm-hmm. ones that you can't see, and it Ooh. gains an additional action on each of its turns. That action can be used to take the attack, dash, disengage, hide, or use an object action. Uh, but if you choose to attack, you can only use uh, one, you can only have a one weapon attack only.
1: Okay. So I think you
2: only get to attack once with that instead of the normal two that you get on your regular action.
0: This is a concentration spell. So even we'll have to make saves just in case. Um, and when the spell ends, uh, which is up to a minute, so up to 10 rounds, Cormique, you will not be able to move as a wave of lethargy slips over you.
1: Okay, after after it ends, right? Yes. After it ends, okay. yeah. Okay. But yeah. It's, only, it's only
2: one one round, and hopefully... Uh, 10 rounds, assuming even doesn't get absolutely rocked, will be enough. But who fucking knows? So, all here right. we go. Now you got that. And then um, I'm going to move almost all the way over to this chair. My goal here is just to keep the chair kind of between me and... Uh,
0: it's a throne, damn it!
2: Fine! I'll keep the throne between me and Elviol. So I'm going to end my turn.
0: Okay, that is Elviar. She's in the air, right? Oh yeah, she is. Yes, 50 feet.
3: I can't reach you, I'm three feet tall.
0: (laughs) Gag's like, same. Well, I'm taller than you, but I still can't reach her. Yeah. It's not a very useful couple feet.
3: This sucks. (laughs) I hate being short. Sometimes, like right now.
0: Let's see, okay. Just beyond Desri, Aelvial summons a blade barrier. Uh, you see that all of these various swords and knives sweep up, down from the air uh, and form a 100-foot-long, 20-foot-high, 5-foot-thick wall uh, on the ground around her. And then she is going to just sort of swipe at Desri. Oh my god, yeah. She doesn't have a fucking chance. Desri, it, it just... Fucking dives over her hand, you know, doing sort of a spin, never taking her eyes off of uh, this, this angel. And that's Elviall's turn. So that's going to be Gag, which is also me. So, woo <laughs> You see Gag gestures to you, Grana and Yevan, and goes, I think I might have a solution for this. And you see that he whistles. And casts Find Steed, uh, but this time Millicent the horse doesn't appear because she wouldn't do well against a, a five foot wall of blades. No, this time uh, he instead summons Hooty the giant owl. Oh,
3: nice! I love Hooty.
2: Does Does Hooty have blowfish? a band? Yeah, with a bunch of with a bunch of blowfish.
3: No, it,
0: he's a bird. Yes. What? All right, get on. (laughs) And then as a bonus action is going to drink a little bit of whiskey, gains back an entire hit point. Ah, that could have been more refreshing. When was the
2: last
3: time I cleaned this? Oh, Um, gag. Yuck. Grana. (laughs) Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. You said five foot wall of blades, right?
1: Yeah. But
3: I can like see over it. I can see her head clearly. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, she's flying yeah. over it.
1: Well, it's 20 feet tall, right? So maybe, like, I mean, well, you're like...
0: Listen, but Elfial is 50 feet in the air. Yeah. I don't know if I've mentioned this. is
1: kind of on the short stack side.
3: Yeah, and, exactly. Which and, is why I'm going to wild shape into a giant eagle. <laughs> <Geng's> <laughs> yes. like,
0: okay, well, all right, I guess. Giggle, G-
3: G- oh. be, giggle, oh. be right there. This is useful it's- for me. This is a job for three birds, okay?
1: Wait. Who's the third? Beep beep. Beep beep's
3: not a bird. Beak's not kinda... a bird. Oh! Okay, it's a job for two <laughs> birds and a griffin. Whatever.
1: <laughs> three flying creatures sums that up. Grana,
3: back at it
0: again with the sensitivity training.
1: <laughs> yeah, Grana, making sure okay. that Beak Beak is excluded from well, a, the club. I'm a, I'm an eagle. Damn it. All
3: right. Ka ka That's my action, and then I'm gonna fly 35 feet towards towards ALVL. We're cornering her. I signal to Gag to go right. Let's corner her.
1: <laughs> like, well, uh, like a feather flutter, like.
3: <laughs> yeah, I quick like swoosh my my wings to the right, and then stabilize myself.
0: She is in a corner already. She's in the corner of this room, so.
1: Yeah,
0: um, Corme or more.
1: All right, so I have some hang-ups that I might explain after this fight. We'll see, but <laughs> here's where my action's going. So, question to lead off after this gets cast on Corme from uh, even you like I see, like, right, right. But but Kormith just feels like fucking amped up, right? Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give give beep big, Beak big a squeeze baby let's go and we are rolling now you said this wall of of knives is 20 mm-hmm. feet tall and so since uh even use the pythagorean theorem i also did the same cool. and i discovered yeah. that the distance between me and alveol is 67 distance units <laughs> 67 okay. feet right like yeah, I, I, yeah 67 <laughs> feet um so do can I clear this wall of knives? And if not, would 13 more feet, which would then take me to 80 feet for Beak Beak, that's Beak Beak's movement speed. Would 13 feet help me clear that? Maybe like six up, six down or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. You could use your full movement to get around the wall of blades and yeah. uh, into this, this area.
1: Hell yeah. Right next to Desiree. And Uh,
0: she smiles at you. You can't tell if she winks at you or not, though, because she's got a helm over her eyes, protecting her from magical devil blindness.
1: I'm just going to look at Desiree. This one's for you. And I'm going to look at Alveol and just be like, it's time to sit down. And I'm going to go in because I now have three attacks. And I'm going to use Great Weapon Master for each of them. Okay. And and so let me, uh, uh, so we got Doomkillers. Minus five, plus ten. Minus fives to hits. Um, so that's going to be a 23 to hit.
0: Yes, that'll hit.
1: Okay. Do you want me to roll damages individually or, or total them? Total them. Okay. So it's a 23. So we got one. That's a 13 plus a 13. 26 minus 5. 21 to hit.
0: Uh, That just hits. Yes.
1: All right. One more. Come on. All right. That's a 32 minus 5. 27 to hit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Okay. So yeah, 60, 10 plus 60. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be 96 oh. slashing damage. <laughs> nice, nice.
3: Ooh-wee. Save some for the
1: rest of us. Well, yeah. Ooh. yeah. I, that is the biggest hit I think I've seen so far.
3: Uh,
0: no, we've gone under, over 100 before.
1: Yeah, oh, damn. Okay, damn it. I'll, yeah, it certainly wasn't there. me.
2: Who the hell did over 100 it,
1: damage?
0: It was totally you. Uh, anyway. All right. Someone um, find me that episode. Yeah, Kormit, you, uh, you swing out three times this legendary blade slashing, uh, through this hardened <sighs> uh, deity skin, uh, <sighs> and she looks bloodied.
2: Yay. <laughs> We've done at least half of her damage.
1: Woohoo. Hey, at this rate, it might be a little faster. Um. That was the goal. Is this Beak Beak now? Yeah. Beak Beak sees these connect, and so Beak Beak is going to also, like, show how valuable he is in the on the battlefield.
0: It's such a terrible way to lead in somebody.
1: I know, but <laughs> he, he just really wants to prove himself. Now his like, value he, is
0: based on your rolls.
1: Ooh, well. Your yeah, monster. Well, his value is just based on whether he connects. So he's coming in with a beak attack. That's a plus six to hit, so it's a 24 to hit with the beak.
0: Alright, yeah. So yeah. far, he's keeping up his value.
1: Oh, hell yeah. Okay, I'll roll damage on that because that is uh, – th- they're not the same. So that's 1d8 sure. plus 5. Okay. 4 plus 5. That's 9 uh, uh, she, she piercing damage. All right. Hey, but he connected. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And the second one is going to be a claw attack, and that's a plus 8. So that's a 22 to hit. Fuck yeah, nice. dude. Hell yeah, guys are rocking. Plus eight to hit. Yeah. Yeah. So twenty two.
0: Didn't fail the story that Big Beak, Beak is a good 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 boy.
1: Two D six plus seven. Even if he plus... is
0: technically a monstrosity.
1: Hey, he's my monstrosity.
0: Aww.
1: Aww. Oh. Oh, hey, hell nice. yeah. I know it's gonna be I half, mean... but six and five, that's eleven. Plus plus seven, 18 slashing damage.
0: Alright, so she takes nine.
1: Alright. Oh, uh, Cormeth, if possible, Cormeth, gonna give like a quick like like pat. Like little like yeah, yeah like, sure. way to go.
0: Yeah. Well, you think yeah. I'm some kind of monster that would make you not allow you to do that kind <laughs> of thing? Come on. Anyway, yeah. that's the monster's turn. Woo. You see Elvial looks a little bit weak, and she turns her gaze to you, Kormith, and then she teleports. And she teleports so that oh. she is lined up with Grana, Desri, and beak and uh, uh, on Cormy on Beak. Whoops!
1: Oh no. Who's
0: faster now? <laughs> and she is going to let out a hellish energy. Uh, everybody make a dexterity saving throw.
1: All right. Who is everybody? Everybody, uh, everybody, everybody? In everybody this who's line. Everybody in that
0: line I just described.
1: Yeah. It. Okay. And I just have straight up advantage on it.
3: Yes. Na- 20. Oh, dude. Oh, nice. Good timing. Mm -hmm.
1: Let's see. What did you
0: you get?
2: I got a nat 20.
0: Nice. Desert got a nat 1. No!
2: Oh, Oh, no. But it's hellish energy. Maybe she'll take damage. Oh,
0: wait, she has has advantage. Oh, fuck yeah.
1: So, (laughs) Kormi's got a 13 and Beak Beak. Um, Dex is... Plus two. Dude, that was a with advantage. He, he got a dirty 20. Yes, it was oh. with advantage. Well, yeah, you know, that's a bummer.
0: Okay. Desri got a, an 18. Um,
1: oh, so much better than that one.
0: <laughs> there's a moment of silence uh, where the air seems to die before this huge blast of uh, of red energy just shoots out of Eldial and Desri and Cormith take nine fire damage. Okay. Um. So Desri takes zero. <laughs> She's immune to fire. And then Big Big takes five of that, which then would be halved to three, because he is resistant to fire.
1: Right. And um, that's with the dex. Yes. Uh, that's with, change, uh, okay. I already
0: halved it. Yeah. Gotcha. And then you also take twelve radiant damage. Um, Beak Beak takes six radiant damage. Um, All right. Desiree does take that. All right. And Grana, as this energy sort of sweeps into you, you sort of feel almost like this arcane flinch. You heal for 21 uh, hit points. Um, and I know you haven't been hit, so go ahead and take some temp XP. So
1: Damn, hell 21 yeah! 21
3: on top of my 26. is nice. 47. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Hell
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, a good nat 20. Good story timing for things you don't even know about, or do you? <clears throat> anyway, it's Desri's turn. Desri lets out a sort of noise of frustration. You see Desri uh shoots over to where Elvial is and is going to take a page out of uh Kormi's book and attack three times with Great Weapon Master.
1: Hell yeah.
0: First one is a twenty-one which hits. Second one is uh a nine which doesn't third one is come on a 19 which doesn't
1: damn it oh that was really close though she does hit once
0: so she is going to do 16 uh damage you see that she brings this uh heavy swing down on Ailvial's arm who then uh in the next moment pulls up her hand so that she is blocking the other with her uh wrist guard Or whatever it's called that's more cool than wrist guard she's not like roller skating or anything
1: like Um, a bracer
0: yeah a bracer or yeah yeah. okay um and
2: even all right uh alveol
0: is pretty much standing uh atop the throne
2: well that's pretty neat i guess
0: Yes. Um, it, it appears as though Aelvial is being held up by thousands of twisted corpses that compose this chair uh, up beyond its uh, throny space.
1: Less neat. Throny space. I like that phrase. Especially, it's like a, cin- a Cinemax After Dark special.
2: <laughs> I want to roll maybe an intelligence or an insight or something uh if the chair suddenly crumbled away underneath her i mean she got like a big old angel wings is she gonna fall
0: no she she is it looks like she's standing up there but she is in fact still flying
2: oh she is in fact still flying okay then oh is she immune to necrotic damage you can roll a religion check roll a religion check Hey, that's the best goddamn religion check I've ever rolled. Shit! That was a 20-fucking-7. Yeah. Ooh! You're yeah.
0: so dedicated to your god uh, that you can't contact him, but you're like, oh, do you think this person would be immune to Necrotic? You're like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All
2: right. All right. I guess I'll just attack twice with Curse spider
0: You could Misty Step 30 feet into the air.
2: No, thanks. Ooh, that sounds take, safe. I don't want to take... <laughs> What is it? Six, five D six falling damage. That sounds like not a lot of fun. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Here goes two attacks. That's a miss because it's a 16 and that's, that's a hit. I think that's a 21 to hit.
0: Yeah, that hits.
2: Hey, hell yeah. You, you see oh, uh,
0: the first one goes off her skin, but the second one pierces just close enough to her eye to make damage.
2: Hell yeah. That's uh that's 10 piercing damage pretty nice and i will actually burn a bardic inspiration and uh do an extra 3d6 psychic damage from psychic blades oh that's pretty good that's 13 psychic damage okay and then i'm gonna run over to geg and i'm gonna get on the owl hootie hootie
0: okay even as you are uh, running up to this owl, you hop on board. You turn uh, to Elvial, who is starting to look a bit disheveled. Uh, there is a stream of uh, this like golden blood coming from her eye that's now sort of squinting a bit where you shot her, uh, and she looks she looks a little bit closer to being finished. However, it is her turn, and she is not quite finished yet. You see, she uh, swings this great sword at. Rana, twenty-one to hit.
3: Definitely
0: hits. Okay. Keep soaring. This massive great sword, this sword of tear that has been corrupted, uh, swings up at you, and you feel it first strike you, and then this burning, radiant pain, uh, and you take forty-one damage. Woo! Make a Constitution saving throw. <laughs> Do I don't wanna. Thirteen. Grana, you feel this coldness and the eagle that you were dies and you revert to halfling form. And Grana, it almost feels like you wouldn't be able to turn back into a giant eagle. No. And also you start falling down through the air. So your reactions just
3: oh, That's a rip. I didn't even get to attack with it, damn it.
0: Okay, so um, you were 50 feet in the air, so you are going to take 5d6 bludgeoning damage, which I'm going to roll in real funny.
1: Is there no way to try to go and grab Grana? No, oh,
0: this happens too fast. Grana, you take 25 damage as you uh, strike deep into this spongy ground of the ninth layer.
3: Goddamn, good thing I got that temporary <laughs> HP.
0: Yeah, okay. So that was her first attack. She then swings uh, at Desri. That is uh, a 27 to hit, which will hit Desri. Desri takes nine slashing damage um, as her armor absorbs part of this hit, uh, but she does still take 19 radiant damage. Um, She's looking okay. She's doing all right. However, as Ailvial swings this strike upwards at Desri at the climax of Ailvial's reach after swiping through, the sword is released from her hand uh, and it flies down at Desri again to slash at her. That is a 26 to hit. Desri takes 14 radiant damage as well as 5 slashing damage. You see Desri looks a little bit bloody. This uh, black blood is coming out of her mouth and her ears a bit. Elvial is going to fly to the other side of the room and is going to pause next to this tornado. Um, Desri does get an attack of opportunity, rolls an 18, which is not quite good enough. Damn it. Okay. That's Gag, who pulls up on this, this owl. It gets you part of the way into the air. You're uh, about... 40 feet up now. You all see alvial starts reaching for this tornado, um, almost as if to grab it. And Gag reaches out a froggy hand and harnesses the divine power of Usarai uh, and dispels the tornado.
1: Woo, all right, hell yeah.
0: Uh, you see Elvial okay. does not look pleased with this development.
1: Okay. All right, Gag.
0: Vrana. You are lying on the ground next to the throne. Oof. Throne. Yeah, I'm prone. 50 feet.
3: So standing up would be half a movement. Yep, and I
0: know you can go so far after that.
3: I'm so fast, you know.
0: 12
3: feet. Woo. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stand up. I, I'm not even gonna move. Not even gonna move anywhere, and I'm gonna cast insect plague. Okay. Over near her. Uh, so that's damn. a 300 foot range it's a 20 foot sphere 20 okay. foot radius sphere centered on a point you choose um, the sphere remains for the duration which is up to 10 minutes, wow oh, damn um, the sphere's area is difficult to when the area appears each creature in it must make a constitution saving throw oh,
0: oh, oh. Wow, that's placed well. Uh, Geg and Hootie and Yiven are just barely outside of this insect plague. Okay, good. Constitution? <laughs> yeah. The 25?
3: That will save. Um, she takes half as much damage. 40, 10, halved. So I rolled 12. So she takes six, I think it's piercing damage. Yeah, piercing damage, six piercing.
0: Okay. Yeah, these uh, these insects strike around her, catching in this uh, golden blood that she has. She doesn't flinch though.
3: If if she ends her turn there, she'll have to take damage again. Cool. Uh Cormeet.
1: Oh, dude, things just changed for Cormeet. So, Cormeet gonna tighten up on beak, beak, like thigh wise, thigh tight.
0: Every moment you're getting tighter.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eventually, like, like,
0: Beak Beak just what? pops like a balloon.
1: It was like a boop, boop. You know. I've never I'm heard saying?
0: you like release Beak Beak.
1: Well, <laughs> That's for a reason. Anyways, Cormeet uh, is like, you know, yeah, like a little thigh pressure. We're flying up um, alongside uh, Gag and even on the owl. And since this insect plague is here, like, I'm just going to. Like, I, w- I was going to ride in and attack, but this is kind of, like, slow in my roll. So what I want to do is go ahead and uh, take Doomkiller and just throw Doomkiller at Alveol.
0: All right. Yeah, make an attack.
1: And this is only going to be a single attack, right?
0: Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: I think I, you might be able to resummon your weapon as a reaction. Uh, Doomkiller uh, yeah. is, is
1: soul bound, so. Yeah,
0: so it'll come back to you on, I think, a bonus action. Okay. Um, and so, if you, you could throw it, call it back, throw it, and then you just have to make sure you call it back right away your next turn.
1: Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. So, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna throw it once, and so it's gonna be, come on, ah, 15.
0: Yeah, you see it, it uh, swishes through one of these wings.
1: Alright, so I'm gonna call it back, and I'm just gonna leave it there. I know I could do it, and I know that some things wouldn't depend on it, but I want to. I want to end with it in my hand. Okay. What's Beak Beak doing? Beak Beak is uh, getting restrained. Oh, like what? like get restrained, feeling fuck? a little pressure, you know, like, like on on the on the hip region. I don't like this. Uh, Beak okay. Beak's ready to go. Just nope. the too many insects. Too,
0: yeah. Don't you hate it yeah. when you're ready to go, but there's too many insects?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yo, could Beak Beak snap at an insect? Because, like, I bet Beak Beak has taken a cicada snack before. Yeah, he
0: takes a little bite. (laughs) Yeah, all right. It's not very filling, but it's fine.
1: Beek gets an insect snack.
0: Cute. (laughs) Heartwarming.
1: Heartwarming. You
0: see that Alveol teleports back next to the throne, uh, and then... Uh, touches the side of this throne and the skeletons and corpses that make uh, it up writhe for a moment. And then she-
3: What do you have against bugs?
0: Is healed for 19 hit points. You see that this this bolt pops out of uh, her eye where it was damaged and she's looking um, she's looking stronger. So it's gonna be Desri.
3: What a hoe.
0: What a hoe indeed. <laughs> Desri is going to take a quick second wind so she is going to regain 26 HP, which is the most she could have healed for.
1: God damn.
0: Uh, you see, she's looking a lot better now too. And she flies in to Alviol, and then is going to strike out with her daggers, 24 to hit and a 27 to hit. So both of those are going to hit. That is nearly max damage. 19 piercing damage. So pretty much undoes that heal that Alviel just got. You see uh, two fresh new uh, streams of uh, blood appear where Desri basically just grappled onto her, and then Desri basically like hits something on her armor so that it it flips out and creates a spike, and then just like slams her chest into Alviel's arm. Twenty six to hit, so that's gonna hit, and she does fourteen more damage.
1: Goddamn, get it.
0: She's good what she does. And she finally gets to show it. Even.
2: Uh Even is going to. I think I'm gonna cast uh four Eldritch blasts at Elviol, just from the back of Hootie. <laughs> uh so let's see. Uh a 29 to hit. Yeah. Uh 25 to hit. Uh-huh. Um no. a fifteen to hit, yeah, that's a bummer. And uh twenty-eight to hit. So I'm gonna roll three D ten force damage. And how much did we do? Fourteen. It's pretty good. Okay. Fourteen force damage. Right. And then I am going to give Desiree Bardic inspiration. What do you and That is Hey, keep kicking ass over there. You're doing great.
3: Thanks, I practice.
1: it's it's I can tell it's paying off. Cause it sounds like neighbors talking about their lawn. <laughs> yeah, <it does.
0: laughs> as long as it's not golf. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay. That is alvial You see alvial pulls out this sling from her side and whips it around at Hoody. She is going to do 16 piercing damage. And then, uh, and Hootie stumbles, uh, and then the Radiant kicks in and Hootie disappears. I'm dropping everybody on the ground today.
3: Only you can prevent dropping people on the ground today.
0: (laughs) Even you take 23 bludgeoning damage as you fall to the ground. Gag takes 12.
2: Okay, I need to roll for concentration. That's constitution saving throw against half the damage. Or 10 plus something.
3: Time to look it up or, again. I
2: think it's 10 or half the damage, right?
3: Concentration. I haven't I haven't noted. Constitution saying throw DC equals 10 or half the damage taken, whichever is higher. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah, so 23, so 12 damage is higher, right? 12. Yeah. So DC yeah. yeah. DC twelve. Okay, I got a 16. I managed to Ooh. keep the concentration on Koramith going.
1: Oh, man.
0: That could have been a real strike for me. So anyway, on her next attack, she's going to basically, like, reach out and grab at Desri. And fucking misses. Desri just like, nope.
1: Damn. Uh, slippery creature.
0: Presses off of Elvial's arm with what seems like the help of this spike that flipped out. The spike flips back in, and she opens her wings uh, and is is flying out away from Elvial and looks up in time at the... Sword, which she dodges out of the fucking way of as it flies through the air. Holy shit!
2: Holy shit! <laughs> Let's go, Desri.
0: I'm not fucking joking. I'm gonna kill my boss. <laughs> that's the end of Alviel's turn. So that's Gag, who's prone on the ground. Buddy. Um, Gag goes. Oh.
3: oh. so <laughs> good with words. <laughs> isn't he? You
0: see that Gag is going to cast Aura of Life, and you see that Aelviar counterspells it. Okay. And Gag stands up, and he goes, well, shit. (laughs) And he's gonna drink some whiskey.
3: Bob in there, bud.
0: He gets one HP back, and he's like, man, I really gotta get better whiskey.
3: (laughs) Okay, Grana. Okay, I'm gonna side along the throne. I assume I have pretty good cover here. Oh yeah, that
0: she was sitting in this throne and she's 25 feet tall,
3: so. Yeah, I want to cast Thorn Whip at her. Okay, Um, how long is your Thorn Whip? It's 60 feet.
0: Uh, she's 25 feet and 50 foot up.
3: I think that's enough, yeah. Okay, cool. For 30 and 50...
0: That's 58, so... Hell yeah. You stretch your thorn whip all the fucking way out. The
3: fucking way out, and that will be 18 to hit.
0: Ah, you see she picks her foot up out of the way of this uh, long extended thorn whip and stares down in your direction.
3: If only I had some bardic inspiration. (laughs) If only...
1: (laughs) Look, I did what I did.
3: You sure did
0: yep um
1: that's my turn <laughs> okay core me gonna, gonna squeeze those thighs. we are heading in to kill zone and so we are flying up to all and i'm gonna say now you have to deal with the wise boys oh boy <laughs> you're gonna ask why when you die and there's two of us so it's plural the wise boys and I'm gonna start swinging.
0: <laughs> I like I, I like how Coramith explains this.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Coramith, <laughs> that's almost as bad as spelling "clap" with a Q. Listen, listen,
0: he doesn't have enough wisdom to be a real wise guy. It's okay. I've peeked at his at a sheet. Huh? Wait, what does that mean?
1: All right, come on. Plus thirteen. Uh plus ten. Oh, oh I am not going for great weapon. Master started rolling already. Um so that's a 10 and 13. That's a 23 to hit. Okay. That hits. Um and then we got a 13 to hit and then uh, t- uh 23 uh sorry 26. And then we have ooh, nope, a 17 doesn't. No. Yep, so that's two. Okay, this will be regular. This is regular uh doom killer damage. Let me pull that up. It's to be 2d10 plus 6, so 4d10 plus 12, plus 8, so 4d10 plus 20. So that's 4 and 3, 7. And damn it. Oh, seven to 6, 13, that's 20. So that's 40 slashing damage.
0: Uh, yeah, you take a, a big slice out of her side.
1: Man, okay, and I've seen people falling out of the air, and I'm getting mad. I'm going to re-roll my Rage Die, my Wild Surge. I probably shouldn't. But you know what? YOLO.
0: YOLO. Yep. As the kids are still saying.
1: The kids yeah. are definitely saying. Dude, kids are going to hear that and, and be like, there's a fellow kid. All right. <laughs> right. YOLO! You teleport. <laughs> God damn it. This one sucks ass. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Teleport up to 20 feet to an unoccupied space oh. you can see. So here's a question for you then. I am facing Alveol. Alveol's 50 feet in the air and... and- <laughs> Multiple times my size. Yeah. Can I even? Can I? Can you try see and grab an un- onto Uh ALVL? An unoccupied space. So no. Is there I, okay, an unoccupied so space I can see?
0: Uh, Alviol is huge. So she's two sizes bigger than you, which means mm-hmm. that technically you can be in her unoccupied in her space, and it's quote unquote unoccupied just because she's oh, okay. so fucking big.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Yes. Yeah, so you. Shoot forward and find yourself um, clawing through the air. Make a dexterity saving throw here.
1: All right. With advantage or no? Oh, with advantage. Of course.
0: <laughs> hasty.
1: Hell yeah. I'm um, click. Uh, uh, let's see. A plus three. Come on. That's going to be a 13 or a nine. So 13.
0: Coramith, you grab out at Elvial uh, and she pulls out of your path. And you fall 50 feet to the ground. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah,
1: all right. Oh, this sucks.
0: <laughs> I didn't think I'd be dropping y'all. You take only 20 damage, which it's bludging damage. You actually only take 10 damage.
1: I'll take it. <laughs> well, of course I'll take it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to put you under LVL. Ugh. And uh, yeah, you are prone. Um, you you fall into the ground but you only took ten damage, which isn't that bad. Uh, what's Beak Beak doing?
1: Beak Beak's gonna race down. Cool. Pick pick up, homie, or try.
0: Okay, he gets to you. Now this is getting confusing. That you're all under there. What's happening? What's uh, going Beak on?
1: Beak, Beak is trying to grab Kormi, uh with, with with claws, and I'm I'm ready to make that attack. Indeed, um, like grab with claws and like hoist him up, you know? Because like is like there- Big Beak, Beak sees he's like prone. So Beak Beak knows that there's a problem.
0: Sure, fair, fair, fair. Okay. Have Beak Beak make a dexterity check.
1: Alright. Plus two. Uh that's a nineteen.
0: Nice. Okay, yeah, he grabs onto you, no problem. Um, yes. without hurting you.
1: Oh hell yeah. And and like big tries to like toss Kormeath up or or maybe just the grab is on this turn. You know, I, I don't know yeah. how you want to do that.
0: That's that's gonna be his full turn.
1: Okay, cool. Hell yeah.
0: So you're no homies
1: till the end.
0: Okay. great <laughs> who's getting dropped next It's only beak beak and Desri and both of them have wings. <laughs> that is gonna be the, the legendary action though. you see alviol pulls herself inwards for a moment almost like a fetal position and then stretches out releasing this burst of that energy you saw before. So Desri, Beak Beak and Cormeth all make dexterity saving throws.
1: Okay. For Cormeth, would it be advantage anymore?
0: That's a good question because you I've... are in the grips of Beak Yeah. Beak. I'm thinking no. Roll a constitution check.
1: You got it. That is a 14.
0: Okay, yeah. Um, Cormeth, you are a little bit too dazed from falling <laughs> um sure. and getting swooped up by a a big lion bird. And so you just have you have disadvantage, which evens out to just regular roll.
1: Okay. Awesome. Okay, so I'm rolling once for Korameath and once for Beak Beak. For Cormith, is a dirty twenty. Nice. And for Beak Beak is a fifteen.
0: Nice. You both fail. Desri gets a nineteen, so she also fails. You and Beak Beak take twelve fire damage, although Beak Beak only takes six. Desiree takes no fire damage because she's a devil. All right. And then all of you take 16 radiant damage. All right. And then Alviol teleports to the far side of the room between the blade barrier and the insect plague. Uh, Desiree. Luckily, Desiree's got a good flying speed. She can fly 60 feet. So she flies over to Elvial. She's going to swing. That's a 13. Okay. So.
1: God damn it. (laughs) God damn it.
0: Oh no, Desri. You see, as a reaction, Ail Vial reaches down to where Desri is and basically, like, swipes her hand past Desri and Desri disappears.
2: Yeah, hmm? even. Okay. Um, I mean, could I. Did I see that happen or am I like.
0: For sure. Uh, well, oh, I guess you're prone. Well, I am prone. Um, roll a perception check. Just regular.
2: Okay. Uh 16.
0: You didn't exactly see what happened, but you look up and you see that Desri has vanished.
2: Okay. what uh, well, uh, well uh, I get up first of all, nice. and then, uh, uh, g- gag, gag. Where's, where's Desri? Um, I don't, I don't know. She just sort of poofed her. Can I make a Arcana check?
0: You can like, make a religion check.
2: A religion check, another one. That's a nat one. Oh. That's more on par for you religion.
0: You have no idea. Although um, I guess Gag is a religious fellow, so he can roll too. Oh, that's a nat 20.
3: <laughs> nat. Oh
2: wow. Uh, okay. plus, his,
3: uh, plus
0: religion is 32, a natural 32. Wow. Yeah, Gaga's like, yeah, she poofed her. Uh, I am certain I know what this is. Elviala uh, is the ruler of hell, and therefore she has the power to uh, th- temporarily banish those of uh, her her rulerdom. So uh, Desri's not dead, but she's not here right now.
2: Okay. Um, but she's not dead. Okay, good. Still do like that. <laughs> yeah, there's still... Pretty bad, actually. Um, I mean, I've got a lot
0: of details if you're interested. I'm pretty well versed about this. No, I'm
2: good. Thanks, though. Wait, how's Gag looking on HP?
0: He's looking a little bloodied, but he, like, sort of looks at you eyeing him up, and he's like, I'm fine. Don't worry about me.
2: Uh, Okay. Then I'm going to cast a fifth level shatter on... Uh <laughs> <Yeah. No! laughs> yeah, Elviol. On
0: gag
1: Yeah. Oh. Now see on HP. Oh, he's doing good. Alright, fifth level oh, shatter yeah. on his ass. Oh, Let's see how his guy. fucking froggy bottom's doing after this one. <laughs> <laughs> fucking froggy bottom.
0: Um okay. That's so a, constitution. a constitution
2: saving throw, DC nineteen. Hopefully I can make her fail her last legendary resistance.
0: That is a 12. She uses hey, her last legendary yeah. resistance to save.
2: Hey, nice. All right, well, yeah. she's still going to take half this damage. Uh, I got 29, so that's 30. 15. Half to 15, yeah.
0: Of what damage? Thunder?
2: Yeah, thunder damage. Cool. Okay, is that your turn? I kind of don't like being next to these locusts and I also really don't like being grouped up in a fight so I'm gonna run kind of in the direction of Koromith. just put a little bit of a little bit of space between me and gag just in case
0: okay yeah you make uh, a bit of a part between yourself and geg and then it is alvial's turn and she's gonna roll to see who she picks even alvial swoops down upon you and she reaches out and she touches you and is going to cast inflict wounds oh no make a constitution saving throw
2: that's mm. not very good that's a 14
0: okay even you take a trip to beautiful san diego
1: Oh, I bet it's great this time of year. Hell
0: yeah! yeah.
1: Uh, no, actually, a lifetime supply of rice-a-roni.
0: You do take eleven necrotic damage uh, from the rice-a-roni, Funny. Ladies. Oh,
1: okay, yeah, funny, interesting.
2: Yeah. Necrotic
0: damage. Necrotic.
1: Okay. I at first I heard grana damage, and I was like, "Damn." <laughs> yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah,
0: you feel your friendship with grana suffer. <laughs> um, but I mean, like, I also know how close you all feel to each other. So there wasn't much to lose, apparently.
1: no. He spoilers. Um,
0: psychic blades used by the DM. No! <laughs> um,
2: Vicious mockery. <laughs>
0: For real. And then her gaze turns towards Grana. And oh. Grana, oh. you hear a voice in your head. And it says, it doesn't have to be like this. And you see a vision of you and all your brothers are back and you're in Blybrook and, you know, your, uh, your family's together again. Um, and she goes, I can fulfill your wish. If you will
3: leave me be here. What? (laughs) She's Um, saying this to me or.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, is projecting an image in your head of how she could grant you the wish spell if you make a deal with her.
3: Do I need to make a same no. throne Something? There's other ways. We're not here to... I don't...
0: I can bring I... back the ones you've lost. They died unjustly. I... It would be a justice to return them.
3: I don't want to bring them back. I want to save who's still alive.
0: There's want... much you can do with a wish.
3: I want to help my... People, I know this will come at a cost. I'm not so, like, lay, di- lay down your sword and we can really talk this out. I I don't want to make a deal I'll regret.
0: Okay, uh, a scowl crosses her face. Um, and Grana, the sword that uh, shoots around oh. in the air above her, shoots at you for a 29 to hit. Yeah, okay. You take 18 fire damage. And eleven radiant damage as this sword slices uh, across your body. It being many times larger than you. Okay. And then it's Geg. Okay. So there's a big angel goddess right in front of him, and she has even and she just chopped at Grana real hard. What will Geg do? You see that Geg goes and casts a uh, third level cure wounds on even and Elviol counterspells it. Uh, uh, is goes, it cure
2: wounds touch based?
0: Yeah, he walks he goes over to you. Okay. And then Geg goes, son of a bitch. Even he hands you the uh whiskey. And uh you actually disagree with Geg. It, it tastes pretty good. You regain three hit points.
2: <laughs> hey, nice. That's uh it's not it's not bottom shelf. This is pretty good.
0: Yeah, well, it's just been in there for a while. Some backwash. Grana. I'm gonna try right, to cast
3: mask here wounds.
0: Okay, so uh, would that dispel your
3: insect yeah, plague? Definitely. Um, so this is centered on a point within a 30 foot radius, up to six creatures. I wish Jazri was here, cause I would love to heal her too.
0: Um, uh, also as a note, the blade barrier uh, disappears as well.
3: Okay, so I'm gonna heal all of us here 15 plus 3, so 18 hit points for all of us. Even Gag, Beak Beak, Cormee, Grana. 18 hit points. All right. Nice. Thanks, Grana.
0: Gag is looking really good, honestly. Okay. <laughs> he seems mostly unaffected by this battle. Uh, is that your turn?
3: I'm going to move a little bit back. Let's yeah, back you heading
0: closer towards the throne. Yeah.
1: Cormee. Or so, in Beak Beak's claws. So Cormeath feels his slightly tired muscles tighten up a little bit as he takes that heel. So
0: much tightening.
1: Yeah, so much tightening, and uh, gonna try to scramble up Beak Beak onto Beak Beak. Okay, that'll be your action. Uh, that'll be uh, that'll okay. Um, and then I get another action. Yeah, for, that's uh, fair. Okay.
0: Um, from, okay, like, yeah, so make an athletics check.
1: Alright, athletics check. It's gonna be come on. It's a twenty five. Yeah, oh, you're on the yeah. ground,
0: so you're you're pretty much on the ground. Big beak is hovering a little bit above you, so it's pretty easy to like kick off and uh Whoop. you just fucking alley oop back onto Whoop. the back of uh Big Beak.
2: Alright Can that be and the can that be the action from haste?
1: You tell me. Let me go read it. I don't, yes, yeah, I, don't, I don't know.
0: Pack dash, disengage, hide, or use the object action. No, um, it would Damn. not be the haste one.
1: It'd just be my action, so that yeah. So then we're gonna close in and use one attack. Okay. And I've seen stuff happen. It's bad, so I'm gonna try to meditate as well as I can. Bring great weapon master into this. Come on, come on! Ugh, minus five. Ooh, ah! Oh! Oh, Grana.
0: Uh, Grana. Uh, how far is your range to give luck? Uh,
3: um, I think it's thirty. Feet. Thirty feet, right? Oh, yeah. Cool. Then you're I right. am within range.
1: Yeah, thirty feet. All right.
3: Gonna give him your lucky?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Take <laughs> it. Okay, that's a twenty-five minus five. I don't think that hits.
0: That misses. Yeah. Yeah, he, that
1: just misses. Uh, Fuck.
0: she twists her leg at the last moment where you were swinging, uh, and it hits against her guard.
1: Whoa. Damn it! All right, beak, beak. Big beak, beak's coming in with a beak attack. It trying to catch that leg as, as it moves uh, around. Nope, sixteen. Damn it! All right, come on. Uh, scratching. Scratch it with some claws. Come on, this is a plus eight. Come on. No! <laughs> 19. Yeah. Uh, she it.
0: continues to block these uh, attacks it. with the same uh, spot as before. Uh that's. uh Are you anything with your bonus action? No. Okay. Then that is the legendary action. You see that, again, this uh, kind of light gathers up around her feet, and the grass-like stuff uh, around you dies, and she gains back 17 hit points. That is even. So Desri is nowhere to be seen.
2: Desri is nowhere to be seen. Since all of those uh all those legendary resistances are out of the way, I'm gonna cast confusion on her. So that's gonna be a wisdom saving thrall with a DC of 19.
1: Come on. Here's
2: hoping she fails. Please be a nat one. That would be so
0: good. It's so a 24.
2: Shit. Damn it. Uh, can't say I didn't try. Um, uh, yeah.
0: You see that this this just it doesn't even seem to shake her, but her gaze okay. does turn back to you even.
2: Yeah. I'm going to misty step away from here. Okay. Oh, I can't because I cast a spell.
0: Oh, you sure did.
2: Hmm. Well, I'm going to mean mug the shit out of her.
0: Okay. She's not very intimidated because yeah. you're yeah, like, that's, that's fine. The size of like a like five a foot mouse. eight, yeah, yeah. Uh, that is her turn, so she's going to bring her fist down on Yeeven. Ah. That is going to be a critical failure. What?
2: Hell yeah!
0: <laughs> yeah, you see, uh, she overestimates your size, and her hands just come down around you, um, and she brings her arms back up to attack Yeeven again.
1: Oh. Keep dancing.
0: Uh, that's a twenty-five to hit. Yep. That'll be at nine bludgeoning damage, and then her sword swings out at Grana. She so can reach me. Uh, her sword is flying independently of her body.
3: Oh, okay,
0: gotcha. Yeah, that's a thirty. Um, yeah. <laughs> Grana, you take thirty slashing damage, and it's twenty-two
3: radiant damage. Oh my god, Grana's looking real bad, y'all.
0: Okay. See, and that is her turn. Geg is gonna go Grana uh and is going to just right run straight through Alevial's legs uh and over to Grana. Alviol is still going to get an opportunity attack. Um she hits uh and does nine bludgeoning damage, uh, which has two five. And then Grana uh Geg reaches out and gives you a hug uh and you heal for fifty HP.
3: Oh thank
1: you.
0: <laughs> that's a that's a big sword. Love you, gig. And then <laughs> then it goes here. Hands use whiskey. Um and you heal for two hit points. Okay. That
3: tastes okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sort of going back and forth on it. You know, there's <laughs> differing opinions. Uh, Grana, your turn. Oh my gosh.
3: Um Is Ailby all holding like a metal sword? No,
0: uh, you're, her her sword is next Slide to you, floating off. in the air.
3: Okay. Is she wearing any metal armor? Uh, No. Then I won't use this spell.
0: Is it heat metal? It's
3: heat metal, yeah.
2: <laughs> also, she is the ruler of hell, so she probably doesn't probably take will. fire damage. So that's probably yeah. a good
3: call. Well, you never know, because cause, Desri took radiant damage, but Elveal didn't. So, maybe she's kind of opposite of everything. Um, I wanna use Ice Knife. Just trying to decide what level. I'll go with third level. So, that is, okay, I gotta roll to hit. Come on, uh, that's definitely not gonna hit, that's a 13. Yeah, no. Um, And then the shard explodes, so she needs to make a dex saving throw.
0: That's a 17?
3: um, that ties, so that goes to the attacker, right? Yeah. Hell yeah! That's nine cold damage.
0: Okay. Grana, you uh, you feel this feeling like something's tightening around you, uh, and she actually takes eighteen damage. Nice.
1: All right. All right, right. Gormet. I'm gonna I'm gonna flourish Doomkiller and just say, Why don't you choose to fight a warrior? and I'm going to take uh, three hits here and I'm gonna use Great Weapon Master because like this is a tough fight. Um, so minus five, all right. That's gonna be a 24 minus five, 19. Damn it, just doesn't. That's gonna be an 18, 13, 31, 26. That's a yes. And then a 10, 13, 23, that's an 18. So I get one hit. Yeah. <sighs> Damn it.
0: You do see you know. that she is playing much more defensively now, though.
1: Oh, uh, 2d10 plus 6. So 2d10 10 plus 10 plus 10. So it's going to be a 2d10 plus 20. All right. That's going to be uh 6 and an 8. Okay, that could have been a lot worse. Uh, so a 14 plus 20. It's going to be 34 slashing damage.
0: Okay. me you take a, a big slice out of her, and you hear her voice in your head say, it doesn't have to be this way. We could find a different solution. I could give you what you want. And, uh, if you see visions of you being the strongest, um, and you climbing mountains really fast, faster than ooh. anyone has ever seen.
1: Ooh, okay. Uh, ooh, um, nobody gives me anything! I earn everything I get, and I'm gonna re-roll my my wild surge because that really pisses me off nobody gives core meat anything corby earns every bit of what he does or does not get okay go ahead six arcane a- energy taps into the minds of those around you each creature within 30 feet must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or you see a glimpse of the creature's thoughts and the saving DC is sixteen. So a, a DC sixteen sa- uh wisdom saving throw. It's
0: an eighteen.
1: Yeah, I figured as much. I figured there wasn't much chance of that one, but hey.
0: Cool. Beak
1: beak. <laughs> beek, s- like <laughs> yeah, it is. Beep beast clawing. Secure. Um, like like give, giving out a couple of daps. So that's a twenty four. Yeah. Woo! Alright, hell yeah. Come on, Beekster. That's a 1d8 plus 5. Oh, no, sorry. Claws, 2d6 plus 7. Heh <laughs> He's got some sharp ones. Come on, bud. 5 and 6. Yeah. 11 and 7. That is 18 slashing damage.
0: Yeah, Cormac, you see that Elvial had fallen to her knees when she gave you that vision. Uh, and... As, as she leans closer to the ground, Peak strikes out at a wound that was on her chest. And you see just this rain of golden blood. And Ugh. then you see the spikes suck back into Elviol's head. And from behind her, you hear, I'm back. As Desiree appears behind her, Elviol collapses to the ground and disappears. Um,
2: Oh, oh, shit.
1: Yo, big Reno.
0: (laughs) Desiree goes, oh, come on. I wanted to be here for this. And you see that the sword also disappears and things begin shifting around you. And as you watch, you see that this dead material starts pulsing slightly. And at first it seems a bit upsetting, but then it becomes almost peaceful and then it becomes green and this throne crumbles to bits and everything starts falling apart but it feels so gentle around you and you find yourselves now in a different place it's the same area you have been in but a river sparkles and the sun beats down from an unknown source and before you where the throne was sits a great tree. And this place is peaceful. It is calm and it is everything that the ninth layer hasn't been for so long ever since Elvial sunk to this place that was supposed to be of peace. Now there is a mother tree. And as you all come around to yourselves, you see that out of the tops of this tree, a figure uh, arises as if it has been in this deep sleep for a long time. And you see Gag takes a knee immediately and goes, untirely. You see the mother tree of the nine hells entirely, and she is this incredible creature that is larger than Nifidala and larger than Usurai, who you met on the material plane. She is she has all black skin that is covered in these white and purple spots that make it look like she was cut out of the night sky and placed here. She has these white eyes, all white, but she seems to be able to focus on you. At least one of the faces do. You see, very unlike the others that you have met, she has two faces. One of them remains still, but the other opens its eyes and looks at you. And she has been asleep for so long, but this is entirely the mother tree of the Nine Hells. Oh. Hello," says the one face that is alert to you.
2: Uh, are are you are you technically like my
1: aunt? Is that how this works? <laughs> Yo, is that really what you say to somebody like at like a family gathering? Like, hey, are you technically my aunt?
2: <laughs> um, even, even yeah, hasn't yeah. known a whole lot of family in his life. He's kind of he's kind of excited to be like, wait, do I have more family?
0: You see, uh, Desri, uh, lands beside you and does a bow to Antaili, and Antaili looks at you, even and goes, Um, uh, I guess that depends. Who
2: are you? Oh, uh, he- hello. My name is Yavin, prince of the Wilds. Um, Nifidala is my mother.
0: Uh, she smiles and goes, I am and am not your aunt.
2: Well, nice nice to meet you.
3: Are you, are you my aunt? <laughs> uh, she looks to you uh, now. Like, this is the most beautiful person Gran has ever seen.
0: Yeah, uh, she she turns the active face towards you, Grana. The inactive one was previously faced towards you. Uh, she sees Gag and gives him uh, a small pat on the head with her enormous finger. And then she lifts you up, Grana. And she goes, oh, I don't think so.
3: But you are a special one, aren't you? I, yeah, I think <laughs> so. I think so, but I don't really understand
0: how. She holds you up closer to her face now so that she can uh, address you with the active one. And she says, Well, I suppose it's something that's hard to see. And uh, Grana, she touches you on your forehead and a a symbol appears. Grana, go ahead and make a religion check.
3: 11. Grana,
0: you do not recognize this symbol. Um, It is unfamiliar to you. But she goes, For a long time, it appears that you have carried a number of burdens on behalf of others. You have been strong for everyone else, and you have spared your people of some suffering in exchange for your own. You do not need to sacrifice to be a hero to others. But what you have done is still met with gratitude. There is still much for you to learn about yourself, Grana.
3: Yeah, I've been feeling very strange since coming to hell. Kind of like this weird glow, this fire inside of me. I don't, I don't know what that is. Desiree mentioned something about a mark of Osmodius on me? Yes. That is the seal
0: that you carry. It is a heavy seal. And you will not be free of it until Osmodeus releases you. Osmodius's uh. heart is still moving. And so he still persists. But there is something to keep in mind as well
1: is there any part where like corby can like hear this and like and like ask a question or you know kind of like come in with something i'll leave that up to grana grana are you
0: saying any of this loud enough for the other people to hear you
3: um i'm like most i'm pretty much just talking to her because she would know stuff that i don't um so i would think Kormith would need to make a perception check if he can hear yeah, me. Yeah, that is what I was about to ask.
0: Yeah, Kormith, can you make a perception check? 18. Okay. I guess um, Grana roll a stealth check. I don't know how else to resolve this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Ooh, that's a dirty 20. <laughs> okay. Uh, I yeah. would say I'm also just talking at like a normal volume. I'm not really I, trying to... I like anything. where you were
1: going before. No, uh,
3: Grana
0: is pretty far away from Cormeth right now. You're, not, you're oh. not right next to him. Cormie, if you can hear that she's speaking to this goddess, and you are hearing some of what Antiale is saying back to her, but you can't really determine the conversation.
1: I want to slowly creep closer, like, like uh, I mean, I'm on beak beak, so like, I, I just kind of want to like motion a beak beak, maybe, maybe with a gentle squeeze, uh, like, like let's slowly start easing our way in.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cormith, uh, one thing you do notice is that your uh, haste has disappeared, uh, but you do not feel lethargy.
1: Oh.
0: Cormith, oh. Um, as you, make, you begin making your way forward, Antyali's attention returns to the larger group, and she sets Grana down uh, and continues her earlier sentence. There is something to keep in mind. I am not a ruler here there is always someone who leads hell and usually the ruler of hell is the one who has slain the previous one uh and she looks at beak beak and goes i do not know if your friend is qualified but i am willing to keep
1: an open mind cormy's coming across beak beak i mean corby's on beak beak so like Corby's like throw, throwing an arm down, you know, kind of like across like the, the kind of neck chest area. Like, Even big hug. No, you gotta come through me before you take him to hell permanently.
0: Never worry. I would not force this on a creature. It is up to you to decide who will watch over this place. There is an alternative. You could. Bury the heart of Osmodius here, resurrecting him and allowing him to continue his rule of Hell.
1: I just want to look at Even and do a sly, look, like a slightly sly look. Look at Even and go, "You would know about Osmodius, wouldn't you?" And look back towards the mother tree, like, like Even. You kind of get what I'm saying. Uh, Even
2: is 100 lost and does not understand anything <laughs> that Coromite yeah. is saying. <laughs> um, and I think even kind of like <laughs> has a really confused look on his face for a second, and says, "Uh, what? Uh, no, uh, no, no. I, Ozma. Why would I have anything to do with Ozma? I mean, the obvious choice is we appoint Desri as the ruler of Hell while we while we go fig- finish some shit, right? Like that's is uh. that what everybody like? Is that do you want that?"
0: I mean, I came down here to kill my boss, not to get responsibilities.
1: Oh, okay. Well. No, even, I think somebody else knows more about Osmodius than they're letting on. And I'm going to jacuz uh, the mother tree.
0: The mother tree uh, just sort of <laughs> blinks peacefully.
3: The mother tree can't be the... Uh, the, the jacuz! <laughs> Uh, K- Korm- Korm- Entirely uh,
0: looks down at Cormeeth <laughs> now with a sort of confused expression. And goes, I'm sorry. Is there something you wanted to ask?
1: Yeah. What could you tell us about Osmodius? Osmodius lover?
0: Oh no, we weren't like that. Well, Osmodius uh, was born six ages ago. When he first was created. Is there something in particular you're looking for? Otherwise, I'm just going to keep going. Continue. Osmodius was spawned from a piece of carnivorous rock and an icicle when they were both hit by a wasp and a snake. What's the snake that has the tail? A rattling snake. All of them, in fact, have tails, but this one has a special one. When they struck together, Osmodius was formed, and he was immediately very powerful. He first began his first expedition into the first layer of hell. Uh, she talks for a long time, yeah. uh, telling yeah. you all about Osmodeus' life, but nothing in particular that's
1: useful. I want to I I lock eyes with, with Grana and look into him.
0: Her eyes?
1: Looking into her <laughs> eyes. Uh, yeah, that's usually like what you deep, do with
0: eyes, I guess.
1: Deep, in, like I would, like, like I would have looked, look through her skull, look yeah, behind hey. her. Can I roll an insight check?
2: Has Cormeth <laughs> gone mad round two?
0: <laughs> Go ahead.
2: <laughs> that's a twenty-six.
1: Cormeth, what sort of insight do you want to provide even here? Ooh, I, I want to provide even. I'm looking for something.
0: I think he gets that. I don't think Yeah. <laughs> I, I think okay. looking for something in
1: particular with Grana. I'm looking for maybe a reaction or or something about her.
2: Okay. I mean, all right. Uh, I guess he even kind of looks at at Grana and Gag and Desri and just kind of sh- shrugs and says I don't I don't know. He, he thinks he's on to something.
0: Gag shrugs. <laughs> uh Desri walks over to Cormeith and goes, "Hey big guy." Have you ever considered that maybe subtlety is not your weapon of choice?
1: <laughs> subtlety, huh? I suds up every time I watch.
0: <laughs> I bet that's so often.
1: <laughs> well, it's been about ten years. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Cormie immediately backs down. Yep, but stares. Backs down, but stares. Oh, okay. Um, uh... entirely.
0: Uh, interrupts her like droning on about Osmodius's. Many trials, <laughs> and goes. You seem to no longer be listening. Uh, did you want to s- to see the others? The others? Who,
2: who, who are the others?
0: Your friends. And as she says this, the the air uh, sort of shivers a bit, almost as though a wind has started. And uh, across the river, you see some people begin to appear, and they they cross over this river, stepping on it without stepping into it. Jesus. up above. <laughs> nope.
2: Damn. <laughs> um,
0: All of them are doing it. Jeez, I! <laughs> <laughs> That's it. No, you, you see a, a number of people who are, are walking across this path. You see a dragon appear in the sky and you recognize that it's Dask. And a moment later, you see another dragon join them. And you put together that it's Kirith. And you see you see a number of people walking towards you. You see a uh, human-looking person. You see a couple of folks that you have known in the past uh, that you haven't seen in a while. And, Grana, you see Malrin, who waves at you and then gestures for your attention and points at Belsiath.
2: Um, does... Does even see his, like either of his mothers? No. Okay. Because um, he's, he's getting to be pretty old at this point. Like he's, yeah. even's like, I think supposed to be 55, 57, I think. Mm-hmm. In, like in game, but skipped 10 years. So he's only 47.
0: Yeah. Yeven, you do not see either of your mothers who raised you. Even um, sort of
2: breathes a sigh of relief at that.
0: But uh, as as you let out that breath, you do see this human-like person uh, walks up and goes, Yeven! And uh, gives you a big clap and hug on, uh, clap on the back kind of hug. Uh,
2: let me look at you. Can I, uh, do I know this person? History? Insight?
0: Nope. You don't know this person.
2: I don't, uh, ha, ha, hel- hello? I, I'm terribly sorry, but I, I don't recognize you. Ugh.
0: Cost you don't. Sorry about that. Uh, And he reaches out his hand uh, and takes yours and shakes it and goes, Dear Lamb Nykester, I'm your dad. What? (laughs) Keep going
2: to (laughs) Maury. And he just like breaks down crying and like hugs him.
0: Uh, Cool. We'll come back to that in a moment. But first, I want to go back over to Grana.
3: No, like thanks for the big interruption, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna,
3: I'm, I'm gonna run over to Malrin and Belseith.
0: Uh, yeah, you uh run over to them. Malrin, gives you uh, a hug. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hug both of. Goes, uh oh, good to, good to see you again, sis. Uh, and Belsie pats you on the head and goes, Hey, little sister.
3: I, I'm I, hi, um, <laughs> sorry very distracted by the concept of hell and why both of you are down here i guess we're um, it's, it's not yeah. christian hell is it <laughs>
0: Belsith goes well um this layer is supposed to be peace
3: oh well <sighs> i'm
0: glad um Mal-Ren we- goes that's uh, that's that's why i'm here because we talked before mm-hmm. when you were
3: higher up and i I made it here. I, I clasp his hands in mine, and I'm just like, I'm glad I could give you this piece now. It, all those other layers were literal hell, so I, I'm glad you're not there anymore.
0: They, they both chuckle, and Belsey puts his hand on your shoulder and goes, I'm very proud of you, little sister.
3: Gran is just gonna start like crying and in, in into his shoulder.
0: Okay, um, so we'll we'll cut over to uh, Cormith. Cormith, you you don't really recognize any of these people. This doesn't seem to be where the Goliaths reside, but you do notice. Beak beak becomes agitated, and you see that there are
1: a couple of griffins crossing the river. Ooh, um, I, I want to try to get in tune, like, hey, wise guy, what is it? Cormeth, you follow
0: uh, Beak Beak's line of sight, and you see that it is Beak Beak's family, who you met yeah. in the Feywild.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and he begins running over to them with you on his back.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm going to, if I can find a, a particularly, like, you know, like, good point, I, I want to try to dismount, like, like just like kind of follow beep Beek in his reunion but not be a part of it
0: yeah yeah you um you slide off of him as he uh, approaches them and he uh greets them cormyth you you see this happen and as this is as you look around at all of this you notice too that gag is just sort of collapsed in a pile on the ground and you see a, a light green hand patting him on the head the person who you can only assume uh, was Gag's wife.
1: His wife, yeah.
0: And uh, Desiree comes up next to you, Cormie, and goes, a lot of cute reunions happening. It's kind of gross.
1: But it's well-deserved. My buddy worked. He's the bravest creature I've ever known.
0: He is. Uh, And she sort of just, like, takes your arm.
1: Oh man, I, I I just wanna just wanna have like a moment for, for Beak Beak. I, I know that it's been this emotional thing for Beak Beak to get here, even though Beak Beak didn't even know he was coming here. So I just I just want to have like a moment of silence for Beak Beak. Just like
0: Yeah. You and Desiree watch quietly as uh, he interacts with his family. You even cry into Durlam's shoulder for a little while. And he just sort of lets you cry, rubs your back, and just uh, starts just telling you about himself. And he goes, you know, this is quite different from what I was prepared for my whole life. I came from a different world, if you could believe that. It's called Inhala. There, when you die, your essence leaves you and it goes into pieces in the world. It's made into other things, but it's it's not you anymore. You're dead. And uh, used to be an inventor had uh, an important job to do you know made this this gate fell through it at the right time and i found myself in a very different place from what i was used to lots of trees lots what? of animals that liked to party which was what? fun
2: wait a second hmm? you you're not you're not from from this planet
0: no i think you call it uh, what uh, on ise uh, and, and, and Adelis. yeah that's the one yeah no uh <laughs> not from here uh what they call a, a foreigner <laughs>
2: um how so how did you how, why did you build a you you built something that got you here um, the only people I've ever encountered who can do something like that, literally use the power of their fragmented dead god to do it.
0: She uh, shrugs and goes, Yeah, well, uh, like I said, we don't really have the same thing where I was from. So I kind of stumbled into making it. And then I uh, traveled on a, a bolt of dark light. And then here, there I was, your mother. Uh, whoa, and whoa, your mother whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, hmm? A bolt of dark light?
0: Yeah, you know, the lightning tree.
2: I've. I've seen that several times now, and I—I I didn't know what it was. It's that's—that's that's the lightning tree. Um, he,
0: uh, he—he's just sort of like still hold, holding on to you, um, just having this conversation, and he smiles at you and he nods, and he goes, "Yeah, that's what you saw." I assume. I mean, unless you seen another bolts of dark light, but can't imagine.
2: I just kind of assumed it was some kind of supreme evil nonsense. As uh, you know, bolts of dark light don't really inspire neutrality. That's symbolic
0: just, bias, son. You got to be careful um, about that. You're gonna fall into tropes. No, no. The dark lightning. It's the most beautiful thing that's ever been, because it's everything. Everything that you have ever done has been connected to that. That light. It's what shines through in you. It's what makes you able to come here.
2: Yeah, I'm... There's there's weird things happening to me. I feel like I'm more in tune with that than a lot of people seem to be. For example, I can tell you that... And uh, where's the nearest portal? Can you even tell where... Is there a portal within a mile of me? Um
0: you you can't find a portal, but you do sense a similar kind of portal energy coming from entirely
2: um or I, I guess for example there's there's no actual portal near here out of out of this plane, but uh it seems like entirely might be perfectly capable of doing something like that. I get a lot of portal vibes from them, so. Yeah.
0: Got sort of a woo kind of energy.
2: Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's what I that's what I studied. The that's what I called it. It was very difficult to spell.
2: <laughs> can you even roll an insight check? Is he fucking lying? <laughs> you can roll an insight check. I, so, I hope so. It's a twenty six again. That's your your dad's being fucking genuine, son. <laughs> I look him dead in the face and I say, that's the best name I've ever heard for something like that. I'm straight like up going to lie to him. <laughs> that's a 23.
0: All right, let's see. Honestly, it's rude to lie to your father like that, but I'll forgive you. He rolled a net 20. Oh my God. Like, listen, you're not going to You gonna really are my dad. There's nobody heart. who
2: can fucking see through my lies like family. I'll tell you what.
0: <laughs> he goes, listen, I'll make you a deal. I won't tell your mom that you lied.
2: I, do you see mom?
0: No, haven't in a while actually. Not since I died.
3: Uh, I'll, I'll,
2: also, uh, he- heads up, I have other parents. I don't I'll, know if you know what happened. And I I start to tell them the story of me like being stolen by some asshole and then the into fear stepping in and losing a bunch of time and ending up being adopted by um, a pair of humans on the on the mortal plane, material um, plane, and uh, and just uh, that whole that whole story.
0: Uh, listens to you very seriously during this, and he goes, "Even I'm, I'm sorry I wasn't there. Um, I fell madly in love with your mum, and we had you, and we loved you even more madly." and uh, I died when you were pretty young so i I wasn't there for that and i'm I'm sorry to you and I'm sorry to your mother but i'm I'm glad that you found something good between all the bad pieces because that's what what matters
2: I'm sorry if it's a i don't i don't know if it's considered rude to ask the dead how they died but how how did you die
0: ah uh, Yes, it's not something I'm very proud of. I fell into a hole.
2: <laughs> yes, it, I yeah. did pre-write that. Even, <laughs> y- yeah, even just uh huh, uh huh. Um, goes. Listen, that's, I told you I'm not proud of
0: it. It's not look, great.
2: It's it just you know. Durlum, it,
0: happens, it happens. It happens
2: to interdimensional travelers, Dad. I'm lying again. I'm lying <laughs> again.
0: <But laughs>
1: he goes, look, no, it's just. Son
2: its its a s it's a twenty, it's a, it's a twenty-three.
1: Another
0: fucking twenty-three <laughs> It's another
2: fucking twenty no. really? holy shit I man can't fucking believe it. Oh my god. Son oh my god. <laughs> listen, I don't know what those
0: other mums taught you, but I would have taught you to not lie. Well, most <laughs> of the time. No. Uh,
2: look, I, you know, I, you're totally right. But interdimensional travelers don't just fall in a hole and die. This is, <laughs> How did, so what did you? Oh, God. I used
0: up all my life in meeting you and uh, getting getting to meet your mom and coming to such a beautiful world. And then, whoop, whole time.
2: Well, let's not call it that, shall we?
0: Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, over back at Grana.
3: Um, oh man
0: back to the emotional moment now that we're done with the whole time uh, whole time yet, <laughs> Malrin and uh, Belsith are crying with you straight up <laughs> they're very emotional people as well
3: yeah um, they,
0: they, you're sort of all in like a group hug together and Belsith goes I hear that there's trouble at
3: home still yeah uh, that's why I'm here. See, Osmodius, when when uh, when Elvial killed Osmodius, she threw his heart right below Blybrook, and it's been causing our people the waking scourge, plague on us essentially, and we we don't know what to do about it. So that's why I've come here to to. Get rid of it, really. I don't know. Osmodius doesn't sound like a good guy, and I don't want to make him ruler of hell again. But also, I don't want to. I want me or any of my friends to rule hell either. You know, like it's not. It, it's a real catch twenty-two.
0: Uh they they nod, and uh, Mauren goes, "Yeah, that's that's a, a tough choice. I I can't say I would really know what to do in that situation either." Maybe you could ask Mom uh, and grana, your your mother is there. Keith, How right? did I not see her? she uh she laughs uh, with that sort of expression being painted on your face, uh, and she goes, "It took
3: me a little longer to walk over." <laughs> okay, but quick note: she died pretty young, so I don't think her voice This is just okay. her voice.
0: It's just her voice. I have to do a lot of voices right now, so I have to make them distinct. Okay. Fair enough. That's what her voice sounded like. Oh, my... This is the Midwestern accent of Blybrook.
3: (laughs) My dad Oh, wait, I could
0: just give her a Midwestern accent. Never mind. All right. It took (laughs) a little longer to get moved over here.
3: (laughs) Oh, Mom... I'm going to give her a hug. Yeah, she Uh, hugs you. I don't... I don't know what to do. Well, Osmodeus' heart is killing our people, but I don't I don't know if he should be the ruler of hell again.
0: She nods and goes, I haven't been a lo- around for a little while. I know Osmodeus had his problems, but uh, I, th- I think you I think you carry something that that might help you. And she puts her hand on your shoulder. And Grana, this time something else appears in front of you. And it is the names of your family written in length. And you see it surrounds this token of uh, Asmodeus. And she goes, there's more that you can do. And you have done so much for us. Let us do something for you.
3: Grana just nods. Not really understanding what's going to happen, but she fully trusts them.
0: Okay, Cormie, you yeah. see, Beak Beak is now looking back at you, sort of like, "Why, why are you hanging back?"
1: Um, can I overhear any of the conversation that Grana had? Uh, make a perception check. All right, that is a fifteen. You hear most of it. You you don't hear some of the more personal items, though. Yeah, sure. Can I? Can I look over like so So I hear there's a conversation I'm going to look over Because things are really weird right now <laughs> Beak Beak's family's here they, They're they dead Like you don't rise Like w- when you're dead you don't rise So things are weird Can I look back and recognize Grana's mom?
0: Yeah roll a personal History check.
1: Alright Oh is that just a, 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 a D20? It's
0: a, it's a History check um, with advantage Plus your proficiency
1: Okay. Awesome. Plus zero advantage. Plus proficiency. Plus six. All right. Cool. That is a god, an eight or a, t- a ten. <laughs> god damn it.
0: Um, a ten. It's been recent enough, Cormy. That yeah, you recognize Key Keithree. Key,
1: key three. Like I'm just, I'm just like I'm, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. Um,
0: Desiree leans in and goes, "Who's Keithree?"
1: Keithree's Grata's mother. Oh. She sounds disinterested. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tighten up. I assume we're kind of like arm in arm, like like yeah. like. Okay, I'm gonna tighten that up, like so. You and, and your tightening. Yeah, you know, dude, it, it's a tightening kind of day, you know. You're like uh, an Allen wrench. Yeah, tighten in my abs with an Allen wrench, dude. Oh. Wouldn't that be dope?
3: Yeah.
1: yeah Anyways. <laughs> yeah, like oh god, gotta look ripped for this wedding. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> And then, anyway. like, after it's done, you're just like, kr, kr, kr. oh. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> so so I'm, like, kind of, like, tying up around uh, 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 Desiree's arm and, like, dragging her over a little bit closer to the conversation between Grana and her mother, because I kind of want to listen in a little bit on that.
0: Wow, you're such a creep. Yeah, I love it.
1: I'm the creepiest you're gonna learn. <laughs>
0: okay, that's maybe a bit too much. She pats you. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then, are you, what are you, are you trying to, like, what is meets action right now?
1: Korameet is trying to eavesdrop. Okay, on, roll on a the stealth convers- check. Oh, to, with disadvantage. And Grana, roll a perception check. <laughs> okay, so that's either a nat 1 or, oh, man. Oh, man. or a 22. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Brutal. God, the dice tell a story. Mm-hmm. Hey, Grana, you want to give me lucky? So I can roll against you. <laughs> My perception was a twelve. So,
0: well, Grata, you hear Cormeath like clapping over here, um, and you see him watching, um, really obviously from a distance, a near distance.
3: Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, Cormy why don't you come over here?
1: Why, are, why are you being so so sketchy? I don't know. Come over here. Come. Maybe bes- you need to tell me about your best friend. Osmodius.
3: What?
0: Desiree also looks at you like what?
1: You've got the mark of Osmodius. You know it.
3: That doesn't mean. Okay, Cormie, actually, come over here. Let's have a chat.
1: Let's. Cormie's gonna slowly hunker over.
3: Hunker over.
0: Desiree just gives you like a little wave as she walks with him while he hunkers. (laughs) (laughs) Your family, Grana, sort of like looks at him and like looks at you and then looks back at him.
3: This is, yeah. This is Cormy. Um, Cormy. This is my mother and my brothers. Hey. Uh, my mother, Kithri. My mm-hmm. brothers, Baltheath and Mauren. You've met Mauren before.
1: Yeah, um, I know.
3: What? Like, they all
1: kind of look at each other. Yeah. I know who they are.
3: You're. Um, I don't know what you might know about, but whatever this Mark of Osmodius is, I don't know what it is either. And. I trust my family, and they want to help, so I trust them.
1: But your family's all dead, aren't they?
3: (laughs) Oh, my God! Yes? (laughs) Cormeth, that's just how the world works.
1: You're not dead. I'm not dead. The true warriors aren't dead. So how much can you really trust them to help you? They couldn't even help themselves.
3: There's lots of dead warriors, Cormeth. We tell stories about them.
1: Past tense. Which means it happens in the past. I'm very good at these things.
3: They need to go somewhere when they die, right?
1: To the non-fighting life.
3: Yeah, that's where we are right now.
1: I just fought. You just fought.
3: Yeah. And in case you haven't been keeping up, we need to figure out who the next ruler of hell is.
1: Yeah, which is why you need to tell me. Why do you love Osmodius? What? Why are you? why do you have the mark of Osmodius? I don't
3: know Osmodius.
0: Yeah, like that just sort of appears. Uh, Desiree holds out her wrist where there's like a stamp of the mark of Osmodius.
1: God, like, damn it, who <laughs> doesn't have this shit? What the fuck? Man, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Is freaking
0: what the, out. the fuck, dude? Says Cormie. <laughs> what um, the
1: fuck, dude?
0: <laughs> uh, Destry goes. I mean, it's just like an exposure thing. You, you're around it long enough, and it just sort of sticks to you. So, like, okay. it's probably just to us.
1: All right. Um.
3: Um. Okay. Actually, grew up with the Mark of Osmodeus. Well, I grew up with
1: Osmonius near me, so that's about it. Uh, so what I want to do, I- I'm trying to find an item in my inventory where I can see a reflection in that item and maybe see the mark of Osmodius on myself.
0: Um, I mean, you have a like six foot long sword,
1: but Doomkiller is like a magical sword, so I don't know how reflective it is.
0: Okay, hmm, let's see. There's a river.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, d- great idea! Yeah, yeah. Sparkly yeah. river. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I want to run over to the river and and see like like can I like you know like kind of neck and up can I see like the mark of Osmodius on me because everybody's got this like what the hell what the fuck dude?
0: Uh, roll an investigation check.
1: Investigation check. I love plus zeros. That's a three.
0: You uh, for a moment you you see a spot appear, but then you realize it's dirt.
1: Oh, scrubbing at it, and I don't see the mark of Osmodius. So I look back at at Grana, ooh, and Desiree, because like I'm over at the river right now, just you know a little bit away from them. I want to look. Oh, yep, BB to it. I, I want to look at Grana and Desiree. Like, I don't have the mark of Osmodius. So yeah, what are you hiding?
0: You didn't hang out with him ever. He was like my boss for like eighty years or something.
1: Grana? Um,
0: what?
3: No, definitely not my boss. <laughs> you hung out with him? No, Cormeth, his heart beats underneath Blybrook. I essentially grew up next to his heart.
0: Yeah, it was like radiation.
3: Yeah, it's War radiation him. damage. And that's why my people are suffering, and that's why I'm asking for my family's help here.
0: Desiree walks over uh, to you, Cormeth, and goes, it's like how you grew up by a mountain, so you're really good at climbing mountains.
1: She's really good at being related to somebody who rules hell. I get no. it now.
0: Okay, <laughs> well, that's close enough. Desiree, who do you want to rule hell? Honestly, there is one I can think of who is just and kind-hearted and would keep the greatest peace. Twelve legged like Carry? <laughs> <laughs>
3: you know, the thought did cross my mind. <laughs> Um, roll an insight check
1: (laughs) oh my god how shitty would hell be if 12-legged Gary was in charge I rolled a 16 on insight Um, you seem
0: pretty convinced at first and then you're like wait a minute you see you're like trying not to laugh
2: (laughs) even hears the lie from a mile away and just smiles
3: Uh, that's a good one Desiree but seriously, and like you're probably not going to give us a right answer, are you? She
0: looks you over and goes, "Talk to the big one," and points to uh, the mother tree.
1: Damn it! I thought that was going to be Corby. I know you thought it. Was- she she turns. <laughs> and she's like,
0: I know you thought that was going to be you. You're the second <laughs> biggest big
3: guy.
1: <laughs> I'll show her.
3: Well, third biggest. peek is here, so. <laughs> I'll she show does, him
0: too. Does, like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brona, what are you doing?
3: Um, do, does my uh, family have anything else to say?
0: They sort of stand behind you and uh, gesture you towards the the mother tree, uh, indicating that they'll follow you. Okay, I'll go up to her. Even you also notice that the others are approaching un- untiley, Um, except for Geg, who is still just sort of laying on the ground crying. <laughs> You, uh, you walk up to Untily, and she says,
3: "Oh, I see you have conferred somewhat. Um, we really want to know who do you think would be the best ruler of Hell."
0: I've been asleep for
3: a while,
0: ever since the the white-haired one came down to this this place. So. Hmm. I suppose you hold a token, and I see it has expanded. You have gathered many in your time on this quest you have been on. It seems perhaps for at least a time you could use your seal to seal the rulership. For a lack of a better term, you can place your token here with the help of those around you. And for a
3: time, hell will wait. And then what? I would would need to come here and rule hell? Mm. It is
0: difficult to say. She thinks for a moment and then goes... I think perhaps by then you will find there is another who is due. And both of her sets of brows furrow. Sorry, I'm experiencing some strange static. I, yes, we were speaking of the token. If you plant it at the base of my tree, it will hold off for a time, and I do not know if one you want will be the one to rise up. But it will at least give you time to decide if the one who comes to you will be the right choice.
2: I just wanted to make an insight check into like that that statement of like you know the the static and and whoever like comes to you like does is this some like riddle thing that. Even would have a a glimpse at, like, I don't know if I have enough information to piece that together, but. Make
0: me a religion
2: check. Not a religion check. Oh, that's a 21. Nice. Not bad. It's uh, pretty good. Yeah.
0: Even you sense that there is something that is troubling on Tylee, almost as if it is uh, disrupting her. And in fact, even you notice that Gag starts paying attention over here as well from the ground, but there just, there seems to be something that is just distressing her. And you, you can tell that, but you can't really tell what would have caused that. I mean, she's been hibernating for a long time, so it could just be that she's on the the, the fritz after being out for so long, but uh, there's definitely something
2: troubling. I don't think he even says anything. I think he furrows his brow a little bit and kind of decides if that's not something that either, you know, Gag or Untiely share, then it's,
1: that's their prerogative. The old Murkowski.
3: Grana's ready
1: to place her token.
0: Okay. Untiely notices this and says, you will need the help of those around you. Uh, And your family uh, places their hands on your back and entirely looks to even and then
2: to Kormith. I place my hand on Grana's back. I don't think even would have heard, but I also think Even has a pretty good handle on reading the room. All right. Well, hand, hands on.
0: Okay. Kormith, you make contact uh, with Grana's shoulder after a moment and uh, Grana, you feel this token start to appear and uh, a circle of light uh, surrounded by the names of your friends in Halfling uh, begins spinning before you. And then it almost feels like it gains weight, like you could reach out and grab it. I will? Yeah, you reach out and you touch it and it is still this sphere of light, but you are holding it in your hand as though it has substance. And uh, Untylee reaches down and with a finger uh, digs out a hole the size of this symbol. I bury it. Okay. You all release Grana as uh, she does this and um, your names continue to be around this this token. And Grana, you, you place it in the ground and cover it back up with the dirt. And there is another breeze that floats over all of you. Uh, All of you make a perception check.
1: Nat 20!
2: Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Even is uh, pretty emotionally overwhelmed at the moment and I don't think is super in tune with things. I did roll a nat 1, so... Okay.
3: Gran, I got a
0: 12. Okay. Cormith, you feel this breeze wash over you and you feel a sense of peace. Um, All of you do. Uh, that's not something you need okay. to see in order to feel. And Cormeath, out of the corner of your eye, you see a small glow. And then you all just feel this calm wash over you. And entirely uh, goes, This place will be sealed for a while. But there is another task ahead of you. There is a fight you must complete, where evil must be unrooted at its source. You must fight this thing at the lightning tree. And she pauses a moment and goes, "This would be a time for goodbyes before you go gather your
1: allies who live." Um, Corvid was to yell out, but the lightning tree. It's where all planes meet. She goes, yes,
0: and it is a place of its own as well. There How is we- a doorway. Myself and my sisters can open for you, but only if we are united. And one of my sisters still feels out of reach.
2: The, the Underdark.
0: Hmm.
2: We have to go. We have to go back to the Underdark.
0: Yes. I sense my sister there is missing.
2: Uh, he even turns to Grana and says this is this is this is your chance. This this will be it.
3: It's the it's the last thing I need to do to save my people. And in the process I hope we can take out he who shall not be named. Okay? Well, We'll go the underdark again, and then at least I'll be back here. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how this goes.
0: Even you feel uh, Durlam's hand on you and goes, "Well, son, uh, I don't know what visiting will be like in this new time, but uh, don't visit too soon if you're dead. If you, I mean, like, just don't die anytime soon."
2: I'm not planning on it, but. You never know. The unsuspecting hole may get me yet.
0: Ah, like father, (laughs) like son. (laughs) And he hugs you goodbye.
2: Yeah, I I give him a a big hug and a clap on the shoulder, and and I say, uh, I don't really care for goodbyes. They feel permanent. So, until next time.
0: Until next time. And even as uh, he backs away, you... Briefly remember a name from your book, even Nicaster. Oh uh, Krana, your your brothers and mother gather you up in another hug. Mm-hmm. And you and Belseeth goes, Well, sister, you have outlived me, and I hope you go for the record. <laughs>
3: Uh, I'm not going for any record. I would love to just retire. You know what I mean. Um, um,
0: yeah. Your your mom goes, I'm just happy that you made it past me. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And Lauren goes, well, I um, I mean, we've had a pretty good record in the last year. Maybe we keep that up somehow.
3: Yeah, we'll keep meeting. Uh, maybe you'll be in the underdark again. Hey. Um. No. <laughs> well, um tell... No you should stay here actually. Don't...
0: I'm yeah, I I can't leave. Yeah. Um but tell tell El Reese that I'm I'm sorry.
3: Oh, I can get on my speaking stone if you want to talk to him right now. What
0: <laughs> <laughs> your uh your mom puts her hand over your speaking stone and goes, There will be time to talk to him when you come back. I'll I'll be
3: back to resolve all this. I promise. She nods, and they step away. Call I want to look around. I, I want to look around for Geg to see where he's at.
0: Yeah, you see, Geg is coming up behind the group, and you see he lets go of the hand of his wife, and she waves to all of you, and she he he turns to you all, sort of a tear in his eye, and he goes, "I um, I think I found." what I thought I was looking for in the
3: seventh layer, So, I'm, uh, I'm ready. He nods her head. She she would take his hand, but since wifey's there, she's
1: not. Wifey!
0: <laughs> yeah, he's got a little post-it note on his hand that says, do not wash. Hand. <laughs> uh, Vacation. No. Gag smiles. And, uh, Cormie, you see Beak Beak uh, approaches you. He seems yep. uh, a little confused.
1: What do you What do you do? I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, put a put a hand kind of like on his back near like neck shoulder area and like just try to calm beak beak. Um, I'm also a little confused myself, <laughs> and so we're both in it together.
0: Uh, he looks back at his family. Uh, his family's crossing back over the river, and he sort of like lets out a noise of distress.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna tap on my armor. I believe it's on my headpiece or, mm-hmm. or a, a chest plate, wherever. Like chest plate. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where I've got one of the feathers stuck in, and so I'm just gonna like, like tap that and hold it, like as a symbol to beep beep like, y- you have me. Like I'm your family now. Unfortunately, <laughs> but fortunately for me.
0: That's a very complicated tap. <laughs> um, but he he looks back at his family and then back at you uh, and he, he takes a step forward after letting out one last sort of eagerly sound towards his family and Untiley, uh goes Are you ready? I can make you a a doorway back to your world I will try to put you somewhere useful But I'm sure you have much to do. This will
1: not be easy. I can survive anywhere. I'm ready.
3: If we can get through hell, I think we can get through anything.
0: She smiles and she places her hands together, her fingers crossing, and she moves her hands so that her fingers form a triangle. And in that triangle, Even You feel the sense of a portal, and then it shifts, and you all see the last doorway out of hell. And as you walk towards it, away from your loved one's past, there is a twinge in her fingers. And you see that her faces both look towards you now. And, Yeven, make a dexterity saving throw. Uh
2: Uh-oh. A dexterity... Oh! 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 I just rolled a nat 20? Oh! Yeah! Yeven, your
0: body is rocked, uh, but you maintain your position as something unnatural happens. You feel that everything... Everything you have known lines up in a way it never should. The planes have locked together. They normally orbit around each other in a confusing stream that makes their times and their spaces different. And now they are aligned and stuck. There is something invading your planes And as you step through this doorway from hell into your own world, you find yourselves on top of a mountain. And in the sky, you see this tendril of something poking through the sky itself. It is almost unimaginable. It's difficult for you to even look at. And as this thing worms its way through the sky, you see it Grasps out at the sun that lights your world and it consumes it. Your world goes so dark. Dakro Khan has consumed the god of the sun, Huri. He has locked your planes into position, and you only have a little bit of time before he consumes your. World. And that is where we are going to end for today.
2: Holy buckets!
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm having fun! God damn! I've been waiting so long! That's some good imagery right there.